Hi everybody and welcome to my very first podcast. My name is Harley and today I will be discussing what I believe is the root cause of what I call the naughty dog syndrome. I get emails on a daily basis from dog owners who are having problems with their dogs. Things like leash reactivity, chewing, and aggression. It doesn't matter what kind of aggression. It could be resource guarding or dog-on-dog aggression. Now, I don't have any hard science to back up my theories, but over the past few years, I've observed what I would characterize as an epidemic, an epidemic of naughty behavior. Now, I don't believe this to be a true representation of the problem. What I think is going on is that in today's society of permissiveness, most people are not training their dogs to any kind of standard. And by that, I mean they have become so terrified of disciplining or correcting their dogs that they simply are not dealing with their dogs when they are doing something that the owners deem unacceptable. And I see much more management of behaviors, such as putting the dog away when, vi- and when a visitor comes to the door. And I think dog owners would be much better served if they simply made sure they are setting standards for their dog's behavior. For example, if you say Rover sit, and you know that Rover understands because he's performed the sit command many, many times, but yet on occasion he simply says, I know what you want, but I ain't going to do it, then there has to be some kind of consequence for that behavior. And this is where dog trainers in general miss the mark. They will tell you that if Rover doesn't sit on the first command, You either snap his leash until he complies, or you get out your bag of cookies and you bribe him into sitting. I feel it's much better to show your dog and to tell your dog, using the tone of your voice, that not sitting is just not going to fly. Simply, without yelling or hurting the dog, follow through and have him repeat the exercise to sit until he does it on the first command. But first, I think it's important to ask yourself, did I teach the dog the meaning of the word sit? Does he really understand what it is that you're asking him to do? And this is where I tell most people that 5% of your training is teaching the dog what sit means. 90% of your training is motivation or getting your dog to want to do it, building that desire. And the other 5% is enforcing or following up. And I feel that this is, is what's missing today in a lot of people's trainings. If the dog sits, then we give the dog a cookie or a click. But what they don't do, and this is what's missing with a lot of dog trainers today, is they don't teach people what to do if their dog is naughty. And that is to remain calm and follow up by saying, Rover, sit, in a tone of voice and body language that tells the dog, I'm not fooling around and you're going to sit. People today tend to see their dogs as little versions of themselves. They have a kind of a Hollywood mindset about how kind and noble their dogs are. And to me, this is the real disconnect from nature, from the true nature of dogs. As we all know, dogs will be dogs, and what people deem as naughty on as a behavior is not bad from the dog's point of view. It's just an undesirable behavior to their human owners. In this age of intolerance and impatience, as it's developed with the help of technology, people have kind of unplugged from that natural connection with animals in general. Look, if you substitute the word dog and use raccoon instead, and you say that damn raccoon is being stubborn, and who left the raccoon unattended in the kitchen again? He's being dominant, and he's pooping all over the house. Well, you wouldn't leave a raccoon unattended in the house, so why would you let a dog who's not trained to have free roam of your house when you're not around? I think that people in general have a high expectation of when it comes to their dog's behavior. They want more tolerance from their dogs and less behavior. And they want 
their dog to get along with all dogs and all people. They want to go to work and lock the dog away for six to eight hours at a time. And when they get home, they want the dog to be perfectly behaved. To some people, training has to be an instantaneous thing. They want to take one class, if that, and have the dog be well behaved for the rest of their life without any kind of effort on their part. And in general, people's tolerance for dogs, just being dogs, snapping, chewing, barking, has dropped significantly. And expectations have gone way up which to me is very unrealistic. So if you are one of those people who have a naughty dog, how do you get them back on track? And the answer is quite simple. Well, in the past few years, dog training has become much more dog friendly. There is more use of rewards, lures, fun games, and toys. And every time you turn around, there's some kind of science to back it all up. What I, what I think has been lost in the from the very start, is the setting of the standards for behavior. Twenty years ago, if I asked a group of people, how many of you have had your dog go through an obedience training? And almost everyone would have said they had. Today, there would only be one or two people raise their hand. There used to be standards where your dog had to be trained off-leash and had to be able to hold a down stay for five minutes. This higher standard for behavior is what's missing in today's more modern dog training. But having said that now, there are some trainers out there that are still training for standards. I happen to be one of those trainers. But sadly, we are far, few and far between. Now, I know you and, and other dog owners don't want to hurt your dogs or frighten your dogs, and you shouldn't. But there are times when you really do need to shout at your dog. For example, if he's running towards the street, that's an emergency situation. And using a clicker or trying to get his attention for treats at that point, is really not going to work. So this brings me back to what's missing from the more modern train, dog training model. They tell the dog to sit, and if he doesn't sit, they snap on the leash until he does. Instead of teaching the dog through the use of your words and body language what sit means, because words are a very powerful tool for learning. They provide your dog with uh, consequential feedback about their actions. Whereas today, more and more trainers are opting for jerking on the leash or shocking the dog as a way of punishment or even the use of clickers. These things take the use of words out of the training equation. Not, you not that you should over-talk to your dog too much. For example, you should say, Rover, sit. And when he gets it right, tell him so. Use your words. What a good dog you are. That was the best sit I've ever seen. When I said sit, you sit just like a bolt of lightning. I'm going to give you two whole sausages for that one. It's fine to talk when you're giving praise to your dog because it, it lets your dog know, hey, you're a good dog, you're the best dog, and I love you so much. It's the lack of using words to give positive feedback that's missing from today's dog training. Well, that brings us to the end of episode one. Thanks for listening. I promise to try to make the next ones a little bit better. I'm, I'm trying not to sound too much like a robot but but i'm trying to stay on track and i have my bullet points and i tend to ramble on and i miss a lot if i'm not organized so this first uh episode is uh well now it's in the books i don't edit anything i just let everything go live i do so much editing with my videos and 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 it really gets to be something where i kind of feel at the end that i i missed out on a lot i missed out a lot of me so I decided in my podcast, I'm not going to do any editing. Just the way it is, is the way it is. 
And uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can hit me up on my Facebook. You'll find links here and around this podcast somewhere. I'd really love to hear about from you about what you heard today and, and how you're going to apply it to your dog training program. So, again, thanks for listening. And remember, train your dogs just a little bit every day, and I'm rooting for you.